Hello, so, this is episode 235, 23rd edition of the MPO series. Don't you love that, right? Ninth season of Adventure Time. You know, things are winding down. I said this in the previous MPO, two episodes ago. And, I don't know. Pretty crazy, right? This season was like two and a half hours or so, if I did the math correctly. So, it's another like 2.5, maybe like 2.3, 2.35 left. Because... Um, Next episode, so this is the shortest, second shortest season with 14 episodes. Season 10, the final season, is the shortest with 13, right? So, that's cool. Also, funny thing I just noticed, this is the 23rd edition of the MPO series. This is episode 235, so you got, like, the 23 in MPO, and you got 235 for the title number. You get 23, like 235, you got 23, you know. You get it. Anyway, so, Adventure Time, Season 9, Episode 1. Uh, basically, Finn, Jake, and Bimo are on their way back from Founders Island. They are on a boat on the way back home, right, to Ooh. And there's this mysterious floating orb that is just, like, chilling in the sky. And as... Um, as Finn, Jake, and Bimo go to sleep, their dreams connect, and the orb uh, makes its way into their dreams. And it's honestly, it honestly just, it just wants bananas in the end, because the, the deck of the boat where the three of them are sleeping uh, is just filled with bananas, so it just wants bananas. And it can't speak, so it needs to like use like gestures and stuff to ask for the bananas. Yeah, anyway, uh, dreams... I don't know why I thought I'd throw this in there, but in this in this episode, dreams are uh, false perceptions of reality, right? And I don't know, Finn, Jake, Bimo—they all have like like Bimo wants to be a movie director. Finn is like trying to be a hero and whatnot, and Jake um, sees Jermaine's dreams, and there's all like art and stuff going on. So it's like the standard dreams, but then it gets messed up. And all, and it's, and, and and they like merge. The three of their dreams merge, and eh, false false perceptions of reality, right? Dreams are kind of weird, but they uh, they're what they are. Um, I forget what the word is, what the what the right word is. Um, but it was it was used like a while, like you know, in an earlier season, maybe like three or four, two, three, four. Uh, where uh, Finn was having a dream with the Cosmic Owl. And, oh, no, I think this was when he was uh, with Flame Pr- uh, Princess. And I just had the word on the tip of my tongue. It's like a prophetic dream, though, where um, oh, that, that like tells the future, right? So the first one, it was, it, Jake had a dream with Banana Man. And he was like floating around in space, but it was actually just like underwater in a cave because it was like a rocket ship. And there was just all this stuff, right? And... Uh, I forgot the word, but whatever it is, um, these dreams might, actually, no, there is, it's really nothing, like, I don't know, there's, like, a play going on, BMO was, like, the director, he was making, like, making complaints to the director, and there was, like, a little character that, like, played the lich, and, like, Finn, Jake, BMO, they're all, like, shushing and, like, hissing and stuff, I, I, I don't know, 
It was odd, but yeah, there was that. Anyway, the end of the episode, um, you can see BMO using a telescope to look out onto the land of Ooh, and something was uh, completely wrong. It was very different than um, than from when they left, right? When the when the when the when the adventures left, right? Yeah, episode two, uh, they 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 uh. They uh, depart the ship. Wait. I was going to use a fancy word, but I just forgot it. Instead of, like, depart... They, they got off the boat, and they... They got... They, they they landed on shore. Right? And Jake was talking about how... Home looks a lot different after you've been... After you've been away for a long time. On a long trip. Right? So, you know, you got to look at it with fresh eyes. But no, something was like definitely very wrong here. Everything was pinker. Everything was candy, right? So Finn, Jake, Bimo, they went to the treehouse and it was all like pink. It was all just candyified. There was like sugar thrown everywhere and like candy rocks and peppermints and whatnot. Fern uh, became fun. That was his name because he became a, a green peppermint. And just Neptor turned into like some gingerbread machine and all. And every, everything is just candyified you know lemon grab became lemon pink because he just turned pink and he made um pink lemonade he like squeezed it out of his head it was really weird but i don't know that's just how it goes right and everything just turns to candy right so princess bubblegum is the candy elemental Right, we, fi- we find that out in the previous season. And it, she has transformed herself into this giant pink tower of just bubblegum, right? And her face is, like, the very top of the tower. and She she controls the land, right? And also, all of Ooh is split into four quadrants, right? With candy, ice, fire, and slime, right? The four elements. And bubblegum is like, everything in her quadrant is just turned into candy, right? So, you know, it's all candy. Yeah. Ice King, though, he's up in uh, Cloud Kingdom, and the title of this episode, which is actually the first episode in a series of eight episodes, love that, um, it's called Elements, it, the, the, the first part of Elements here is called Skyhooks, right? Because Ice King drops down a bunch of uh, clothing hangers, a bunch of wire clothing hangers, down below him from up in Cloud Kingdom uh, so Finn and Jake can grab onto it and he can pull them up because Finn and Jake were, like, turning into candy because Bubblegum was turning them into candy with, like, her mind power, candy elemental bit. I don't know. And, and luckily, you know, Ice King saved them in time before they fully turned to candy, but Bimo was left behind, and he just turned into, like, a gumdrop, so, that's fun, not really, but it's fun, so now, they're at the top of, they're, they're on Cloud Kingdom, safe from everything below, right, and, and they're up there, right, so, episode three, Betty, this is, Ice King tells a story of what happened, and he goes, he tells, you know, uh, Betty, who is wearing the Magic Man hat and is, like, 
just chilling, flying around. She visits Ice King in his ice tower and asks him to go on a date, right? Uh, her end goal is that she wants to be with Simon, right? She doesn't want Ice King, right? She wants to be with Simon, who was in existence a thousand years ago, but, you know, not anymore, because the crown is uh, taking that away, right? And Simon, or sorry, Ice King, uh, got a bespoke outfit tailored to him, and he goes on the date, but he's just, like, acting like himself, like a fool, and Betty is extremely upset, because it's not Simon, right? She wants Simon, but that's not what he's giving her. Yeah. Anyway, um, they go back to Ice King. She, she, Betty pushes Ice King through a portal to go back into the Ice Kingdom lair place, and, uh, you know, I think Betty go through, goes through it as well. They're, they're, they're standing in the ice hall, right? And, and Betty's, like, trying to uh, accept it, and she, like, half does, but, like, I don't know. She's weird about it. But then Patience comes in, the ice elemental, and she freezes Betty, takes her away to use her power to make a spell, which we find out the use for in episode four. So this spell, she, the mega spell, she calls it, um, was supposed to help the other elementals, uh, who are the like Slime Princess, Flame Princess, and Princess Bubblegum, um, make them more uh, intact uh, and, and they embrace their elemental powers more, right? But she made a mistake and the spell went overboard and they were overrun by their powers, right? And that's why all of Ooh is separated in the four quadrants with the extremes of the uh, the elements, right? The ice, uh, ice quadrant is just all, you know, frozen over and... And we also see Carol, who was um, previously in the Cloud Kingdom, when Finn wanted to, when Finn, like, his arm was a flower, and he had, like, the magic arm, and he was, like, building a tower to space, because he wanted to punch his dad and steal his arm. Uh, that's when we first met Carol. Now Carol's just ice, because, you know, clouds are precipitation and all, and, you know, it's frozen. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's the Ice Kingdom, uh, Ice Quadrant. Uh, the fire quadrant's all burnt over. The candy quadrant, everything's turned to candy and slime. Everything is just slime. Yeah. And if it's not slime, it's all covered in slime. So, patience went overboard, turned the four elementals into... Uh, they, they, they they became overwhelmed with their powers. Right. And, yeah, she realizes her mistake. So then, episode five comes around... And this isn't really much like a plot episode. This is more just like um, like a moral episode, like a quick break uh, where Finn and Jake just like question their personal issues. Like Finn's question, like, you know, is it his fault that he went on this journey because he was selfish and all of Ooh went whack? And Jake was questioning, like, he's supposed to be the older brother and stay calm and all and keep Finn calm, whatever it is. So they're doing that. There's also like, you know, haircut therapy. Because, you know, like a person can, like, talk to their barber and just, like, be open and stuff while getting a haircut. So, when both Finn and Jake are just, like, spilling their thoughts, the other is, quote-unquote, cutting their hair. Because they don't actually have scissors. They're just pretending. But, yeah, they're just getting their thoughts out. 
just speaking it. And, you know, they're, they're able to relax more after. So that's fun. Haircut therapy. In episode six, we see... Uh, so, so Jake disappears because Slime Princess um, has turned into this, like, giant being. And she's, like, controlling this, like, roller skating party. And there's music bumping and everyone's going to, like, fighting, uh, like, facing off in dance competitions and all. And uh, um, the winners and losers both, they get, like, so, like absorbed into Slime Princess. And so Jake is absorbed. But at first he was just covered in slime, but he actually, like, turned into slime and, like, fully dissolved. And... Uh, Finn was, um, he was about to turn to slime, but LSP was in there as well, and, like, pulled him out. He grabbed the, uh, gem. Uh, he grabbed the, okay, sorry. Background context. Betty wants to go back in time. She wants Simon, right, and she can't fix Ice King. So, she wants to go back in time and meet Simon and destroy the crown and, you know, potentially prevent, like, the mushroom war and, all this and that, whatever whatever the sequence of events were to get to this point in time, right? But she wanted to go back in time to meet Simon, and she needed the Enchiridion and the and and the four elemental gems, the four elemental crystals, to get there, right? So Betty wants the four crystals, right? So she sent Finn and Jake out to get them. So Finn got the um, slime, the uh, the slime crystal, and LSP, like, saved him, because he was about to just, like, succumb to the slime, but LSP, like, pulled him out quickly, and she was like, nah, you're not doing that, because LSP didn't actually, like, turn into slime, she was just, like, covered in it, like, faking it, because she saw, you know, there's a party going on, and she just wanted to join it, right, that's just, like, her personality and all, yeah, so, so, yeah, that's fun, so, they uh, they get the gem, they get the crystal, and they leave. But it's just Finn and uh, LSP. And they're going to come back for Jake eventually. At least they, they plan to come back for Jake eventually. Episode 7, things get a little crazy. right? They go to the Fire Kingdom to get the Fire Crystal. Uh, LSP and Finn. They also have uh, the Gunters thrown in there too. right? And uh, Finn gets taken... Finn and... Gunther both get taken over by this, like, fighting mentality because everything in Fire Kingdom is just violent. Everyone's fighting each other and angry and doing all this and that, right? And Finn and Gunther, like, succumb to that, and they're, like, trying to, like, destroy everything as well, right? All fighting. LSP isn't affected, though, right? Just like she wasn't affected. She makes a comment to Finn before they go in, before, like, Finn transforms, that she's been, like, unscathed in all four of the regions, right? All four areas, all four quadrants, right? She hasn't turned to slime. She hasn't turned to candy. She hasn't turned into, like, this fighting, like, fire mentality, or um, she hasn't frozen over, right? So, something's going on with LSP. So, Finn... And Gunther joined the, the fire people, and then everyone's, like, fighting one another, but then LSP's like, all oh, you guys stop fighting each other, this and that, but they interpret it as stop fighting each other, and said, go fight the candy people, right? Because LSP was like, why can't you just be nice and happy like the candy people? They're like, ah, let's go fight the candy people. So, at the end of the episode, they go marching off toward the candy kingdom, right? Not even the candy kingdom, the candy quadrant, right? So then, finally, no, no, I'm sorry, not finally, um, episode 8, there's a battle of fire versus candy, but candy uh, overpowers fire, and Princess Bubblegum, with her singing, 
turns everything into candy, even all the fire people, right? So, uh, there. So that's that's huge battle, right? Finn turned to normal because LSP. So LSP had tasted like a little bit of like Marceline's, like because Marceline turned into marshmallow, like a marshmallow, and um, bubblegum had uh, not bubblegum. Sorry, LSP had like a little bit of like the marshmallowy bit, and she tasted it, and like she went to her happy place because the flavor like reminded her of um just like happy place something like that and she applied that same logic to finn so lsp took a little bit of bubblegum's hair and just like threw it over to finn who like smelled it and he remembered the good times he had with princess bubblegum right and you see his mindset it's all just flames and fire uh but it like slowly dies down as he remembers the good times he had with um princess bubblegum right uh, back in, like, uh, the end of Season 2. The girl I was just talking about... Oh, no, no, wait. Sorry. I haven't gotten there yet. Sorry. I was writing my notes, and I was, like, looking back, and I, like, thought I already talked about it. I haven't. But, like... Sorry. At the end of Season 2, um... And also in Season 1... So, it's okay. So, I think in Season 1, Season 2, um... Finn had, like, taken Princess Bubblegum out to, like, a dinner, like, a date, something like that, and, like... He set up, he, like, cut down a tree, set up, like, a log and, like, a spaghetti, something. Um, so he could give Princess Bubblegum's hair to a witch that wanted princess hair, right? Um, but that, like, date was, like, the, was, like, a fun memory. And also, um, at the end of season two, toward the end of season two, uh, uh, Princess Bubblegum turned into a 13-year-old and Finn and PV then were... I don't know, just running around doing, like, being kids, just having fun, right? So, he was thinking of good memories, and he turned, uh, he returned to normal, right? So, good job, LSP. And then PB singing, turning everything into candy, right? So, that's, that's what's happening here. Anyway, in season, sorry, in episode 9, the final episode of this Elements miniseries, um, LSP, we find out, is the anti-elemental, Right, uh, because, well, she isn't affected by anything, so, you know, Finn deduces through logic and reasoning that, um, PB, not PB, sorry, LSP is, like, the fifth element. You know, there's fire, ice, candy, slime, and lumps, right, because she's lumpy space princess. So, LSP is the anti-elemental, right? So... Basically, LSP is, like, all sassy, and she's just, like, arrogant and ignorant, all this stuff, right? And, basically, she gets to the point where she roots herself in the ground and, like, spreads this, like, energy. I can't even say negative energy because it's not negative. It's just, like, lumpy energy. Let's go with that. And she reverts everything anew back to normal, right? Everything back to its original state. So that means that Princess Bubblegum isn't a tower anymore. She's just Princess Bubblegum. Uh, slime Princess is not normal slime. And, like, everything that everyone got, got that got absorbed inside her just, like, popped out. Um, Fire Kingdom is not burnt over. It's all grassy plains now. And Ice Kingdom is... I mean, it's still, like, icy, but, like, a little less icy. 
So I said everything went back to normal. Right? So in the previous um, MPO, two episodes ago, I mentioned Jake was born from the mom. Jerome was born from the dad. I actually got that wrong. Jake was born from his dad. Jerome was born from his mother. And Joshua, their dad, had uh, been bitten by this, like, blue alien monster creature, right? And Jake, like, popped out of his head, right? So Jake, being this yellow dog that we've known this entire time, when he returned to his original state, because LSP, like, changed everything, including Jake, Jake had reverted back to... um a blue creature, blue state, right? Even though he was born like a little yellow dog, this was like what he changed into, right? Because Joshua, his dad, is, you know, just a yellow dog looking just like the Jake that we got used to. But the thing that like, like bit Joshua and like put Jake in there was the giant, is the blue creature, right? So now Jake's taking on this different form. And Slime Princess thought, you know, it was pretty fun... She, she just said, you know, Jake, did you get a haircut uh, when we first... Because we didn't see him at the point. We just, like, looked at Slime Princess saying it because we saw Jake later in the episode when he, is, when he looks, you know, all big, blue, and different. Um, but, yeah, she said, did you get a haircut? And clearly, he, he didn't get a haircut. So that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah. So, that's what's happening there. But with... Betty and Ice King off in uh, the Cloud Kingdom. Actually, they left the Cloud Kingdom. They're on, like, this flying carpet now. I don't know how they got it, but they just did. Um, Betty went a little bit mad, right? She's going She's going crazy because she wants. she's been trying very hard to revert Ice King back to Simon, right? But she's failed. So now, at this point, she's talking about... Uh, building this portal with the Enchiridion and the crystals, go back in time, fix everything, uh, like throw the crown in the lava so Simon doesn't change, and uh, you know prevent the mushroom war, all this stuff. And actually, we go into Prismo's time room, and he's chilling in the hot tub with uh, the Cosmic Owl, and they're like jaw, their jaws drop, right? They're like shocked. They're like, you know, can, I, I don't know why, but my interpretation is that like. They're like, you know, can she can she do that? Like, that doesn't seem allowed, right? Um, but, you know, they're, they're shocked by that. But, I don't know, we, we, we don't see them again, so I don't, I don't know the whole vibe there, but it's a vibe nonetheless. Anyway, this, this machine that Betty built was working and it's functioning and there's like lasers shooting to the sky and all. And there's an explosion after Ice King, like, kicked off some kind of, like, um, clamp. And there's an explosion, and Betty wasn't there anymore. She actually had been um, transported, or, like, uh, teleported to Mars, right? Where Normal Man, who was once Magic Man, now Normal Man um, is the ruler of Mars, right? And he said, you really donked up this time, right? And in Adventure Time language, donked up means just, like, messed up, right? And what's going to happen between them, I don't know. I don't know if Magic Man, if Normal Man is going to get his hat back and get become Magic Man, because Betty's wearing the hat, right? That made Magic Man, well, magic, 
right? So, you know, that's probably going to, most likely going to show up in the next 13 episodes. That is the final season. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 10, now away from the series. This is called Abstract. We look at Jake and his new form and how he's trying to like fit in with everybody. He's still the same Jake on the inside, uh, but the outside just looks different. Anyway, toward the end of the episode, um, he he goes to Jermaine, uh, and he's asking Jermaine some questions because Jermaine is drawing abstract art, and he's never done that before, right? That's not in his character. Jake was talking about how that's not in his character. He he he, he, he like he likes painting real things, real objects, right? But now all of a sudden, it just seems out of character, out of pocket that he's just. Making abstract art, right? And so they go into this discussion. Uh, Jermaine uh, told Finn, sorry, Jermaine told Jake, I'm mixing up a lot of names today in this episode. Um, Jermaine told Jake that, you know, their dad told Jermaine to be supportive in case Jake ever changes because Jake was born from this like blue creature and Joshua, not Joshua and Margaret, his mother. So. That was bound to happen. And Jermaine was just like normal with that. But anyway, um, they eventually got to interpreting each other's... Or sorry, Jake got to uh, interpret it... To, to interpret Jermaine's art. And this is like huge moral of the episode. Honestly, like the season almost. Um, where basically, if you're not... You're not always changing on the outside, but you are always changing on the inside right, and if you know, so, so he's talking about, like, he's referring the art to, like, himself, like, the, the shapes are always changing in abstract art, it's never the same, and, you know, the shapes of someone are always changing as well, right, if it's not the outside, then, you know, it's always changing on the inside, so if you at least know the shape of your soul, which never changes, then, or maybe that is, like, the inside. Actually, yeah, that makes more sense. Sorry, I was thinking, like, your mindset, your your personality changes. But I guess your soul, too. If you know the shape of your soul, then you'll be all right. Right? And that's that's pretty good, right? And then from, and after that little speech, Jake changes into the normal yellow dog that he is. Right? Not the normal, but the one that we've, that we've become used to. Because, I don't know, maybe they're both... both of those, like, forms are normal to him. I don't know. So that's good, right? We we figured out some meaningful stuff. If you just know who you are, if you stay true to yourself, then, then you're good. Right? Episode 11. Uh, the main thing in this episode, uh, we just see a, a flashback to Marceline's past when she was hanging out with her mom and this was just told through, like, a fun animation, through, like, a storytelling format. And the title of the episode is Catch Up, but it's, like, Catch Up, like, we're catching up. But it's, it's between BMO and Marceline, so BMO thought she said, like, Catch Up, whatever it is. Um, but basically, the story goes that Marceline and her mom were having a lot of fun on the beach, and they're always dancing and going around and stuff, just doing, doing things, right? But then... Her mom had to leave at one point, and, well, she left for a long time. Does she return? We don't know, but did she leave for a long time? Yes. 
So that, that, that there has to be something along uh, with that in the next season as well. Yeah, I'm hopeful because that's an interesting story, right? Marceline's past. Yeah. Also, J.G. Quintel, the creator of Regular Show, made an appearance in this episode as Mordecai, right? There's just animated Blue Jay, which looks more like an actual like bird than the Mordecai we see in Regular Show, uh, just flying around. And Mordecai and Rigby had this thing where they were like, whoa, right? And they're like annoying Benson with it. So this Blue, the, the blue Jay just flying around like, whoa, he's just, you know, yelling that for you know, however long he's on scene, just like a couple of seconds. But I heard the voice, and I immediately thought of Mordecai, right? It's such a unique voice, J.G. Quintel. I, I, I love it, right? It's great. So that's, that's incredible that I knew immediately what that was from, right? Honestly, the sound came before the actual, like, animation. Like, he was, like, flying over, like, out of screen, but, like, the shadow came over first, and then, then the bird came in. I'm like, what? So... Yeah, love that, because regular show is, like, my favorite show. Like, definitely, like, like it's up there. And the fact that these two are, like, collabing, so dope. And also, earlier in the season, um, the voice actress for Mabel from Gravity Falls made an appearance as one of uh, Jake's daughters, right? So, that's cool as well. Love that. Because Gravity Falls is also a dope show. And I, I made an MPO about the two seasons there. I think I actually rushed the second one because I had to go someplace. But the ending to, to Gravity... This, actually, the ending to the entire show. It's nuts, right? Bill, Cypher, the Illuminati, the, the Flying Triangle guy. Absolutely nuts, dude. Ooh, I want... You know what would be cool? Bill, Cypher, meeting the Lich meeting Ben nah Benson's like nah he, he's like too good but like Bill Cipher and like Lich are like they're like evil guys you know that'd be cool that'd be cool anyway episode 12 Ice King has his like fan fiction about Finn and Jake but like it's all but like all the genders are like swapped so it's Fiona and Cake and his like this like storytelling which is been spread out over the seasons uh it's it spread out a little bit more to a small group of people rather than just him reading to his penguins right so there's this like small reading club now and he gets like questioned afterward like a small like interview and one of the questions is, like how do you get ideas for this and he just says um i get like a beam of knowledge into my melon his head his brain when he's asleep just like the rest of you like, yeah, i don't know about the rest of you and i didn't actually understand that until the end of the episode when they're when he went to sleep and there's literally this like red beam with all like the Fiona and cake stuff in it, uh, going into his head from where, I don't know, but it's going to his head. So that's fun. Episode 13, big thing. Now the Lich is coming back in the form of sweet pea, right? So sweet pea, he's like, he, he's hearing whispers, right? He's hearing the Lich whisper things to him, uh, while he's asleep and He's, like, really scared. So Finn and Fern uh, go out, or they're, like, out fishing, and they hear Sweet Pea, like, stomping around, and they, like, try and help him, right? And they ask him, like, you know, what's going on? And Sweet Pea's, like, I hear the lich talking and all, and it's, it's not fun, right? And Fern, at this point, going around, like, he's trying to, like, copy Finn, but he's, like, kind of failing, so he's 
he's questioning his failing ways, his failing nature, right? Compared to Finn, who's always succeeding and doing the right thing, right? And he's he's getting upset about it, right? So, Sweepy, just he's going on this like adventure, right? And sorry, not adventure. Sorry, that was just like that was just random sentence. I was I was just thinking of what I needed to say. Sorry. Um, in the previous season, um, Finn from the alternate reality, uh, alongside the Lich, uh, they, like, the Finn who wore the, the ice crown, um, they were, they were fighting and all, but the Lich, who had, like, Jake's abilities, like, grow and stretch and all, he had his hand cut off, and it fell into this portal that the, that, uh, that, like, Ice Finn made for, uh, with the Enchiridion, and the hand spread out into, like, a million universes. Or a million different worlds. Something like that. Or it was like a multiverse. There's just a lot of lot a lot of everything, right? And and the hand it, it just exists in a lot of places. So this hand is here now and it's like speaking. Right? It, it, the the hand is the lich, right? Just from the alternate reality. And it goes into this cave that we see back in episode twenty four of season two. Right, so this is what I was talking about earlier when I slipped up when I said, you know, I talked about it earlier, but like I didn't because I'm talking about it now. It's just it happened a while back when like Princess Bubblegum was like young and all, and she got dropped into the pool of like the green liquid stuff. Like Ice King dropped her in accidentally, right? Um, in that episode, the Lich was defeated by like Finn because he like broke his like face using like a sweater, something like that. Like he like he pulled his like eyes out. Or like like the like the skull he ripped it apart something like that. Um, anyway, in that episode, there's this like mine shaft. There's this cave uh, that we see in. Now in this episode, episode thirteen, uh, the the hand returns to that same location, right? And and Finn follows the hand down to try and like fight it and all, and. The lich hand like pushes him just to the edge, so like Finn is now like dangling off the side of the into the hole, and the lich is going on this monologue about you know him like ruling everything, whatever it is, like his standard monologue with that like awesome voice, and Sweet Pea falls down in there, and he he's just, like standing next to the to the hand lich, and the lich was like you know. With him, we'll, root, we'll, we'll, we'll rule side by side, being evil and all. But Sweet Pea was like, I don't want to be evil. I want to be sweet. And then he, like, slays the Lich Hand with uh, Finn's lance. Because Finn doesn't have, like, a sword anymore, so he's taking Rattle Balls' um, lance. Right? Uh, so Sweet Pea used it, slayed that. So that's fun. That's cool and all. But there's the shadow of uh, the Lich Hand and Sweet Pea side by side, and you can see their eyes, their green, like, lichy eyes, just, just kind of, like, chilling right up in their heads, and it's, it's kind of creepy. Right. Also, I almost forgot to mention something that sent a little shiver down my spine. Back in episode um, 8, no, 9, episode 9, part 8 of the series, uh, when LSP made everything, you know, go back to normal, the lich, or sorry, Sweet Pea, who has, like, the lich inside of him, uh, or it, Sweet Pea is what became. Sweet Pea is what the Lich became when the when like the Guardian goo from the Citadel of like season 
five. That, 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 that's what it became. Right, season six, whatever the season was. Um, I, th- I think season six might be the most like influential season in the entire show. For everything like before, it's like a segue into everything after. Right. Season six is crazy. Anyway, um, the lich is sweeping now. So that horn that's broken off became like whole again, right? And I was like, dang, right? I don't know. I, I, I just think that means something, and it most likely does, but you know, we'll find out in the next 13 episodes, or we won't. Maybe that's just, that's just a thing that the show decided to throw in. Yeah. So, it's episode 13. Lich makes an appearance, then the hand Lich dies. Granted, there's like millions more, billions, trillions more. I don't know how many more. There's a lot more just all around the multiverse, right? But the one on Earth has been slain. And finally, episode 14 is called Three Buckets. Uh, Fern, uh, uh, he's jealous of Finn and, like, transforms, he, like, changes his shape into Finn. Changes, he just, like, like paints, not paints himself over, but, like, he just, like, turns himself into Finn and, like, looks identical, right? So, with that, Fern uses that ability. I don't even remember. He's jealous of Finn, right? He's always questioning himself why he's failing. So, what if he's the only Finn and he gets rid of gets rid of the real Finn? So, Finn and Fern they go to or Fern asks Finn to go along to this um, ru- to, to these ruins that he found, and Fern abandons Finn there and he like changes himself. Fern he, Fern changes himself into Finn, so he can like trick everybody. And there's a trash bucket in there, a chair like in this room that Fern abandons Finn. There's a trash bucket, a chair, and some meatloaf. It's actually just a pile of dirt though, because he doesn't know how to make meatloaf. Um, so Finn's confused at first, but he's like, "Dang, Fern just abandoned me, right?" And Finn has a bad past about being abandoned, because he was abandoned by Marty. Uh, we find that out in the previous season um, with that like mini series that like shows us his past and all. Um, but he, he got adopted by Joshua and Margaret. Right? But yeah, not feeling good about that. So the first bucket is this trash bucket with just like trash in it next to the chair. The second bucket, so, so Finn's like, you know, what's in my backpack? He's just trying to look through and he pulls out a red bucket, right? So the, the trash can is a blue bucket and he pulls out a red ba- bucket from his backpack, right? And then Finn, he finds out that his metal arm actually does stuff, right? It's not just a normal hand, but it actually does things. That Princess Bubblegum made, right? There's a um, there's a microphone inside it that, that it's activated, right? The arm is activated by voice uh, commands, right? So the metal arm can do different things. It can like you know it can cut through rocks, which helps them escape from the uh, cave. And it also there's like a weed whacker for him. There's like a lot of different options that the hand can do, right? And he sees the weed whacker, and he's like, okay, well, that means I guess I, you know, I have to kill Fern. So he escapes the cave, the ruin, and you see Fern just like calmly walking in a field, changed into Finn, right? And Finn comes from the side with his metal arm whirring, because he has the weed whacker um, setting going. And he's fighting with Fern, 
and they're asking like you know we don't and and and, and Finn's like talk to Fern like come on man we don't we don't need to do this we can live in peace and Fern's like no this is the only way and his and, and Fern's eyes change to the octopus's eyes that um that that's controlling him right the octopus like the spider octopus curse kind of thing that's like inside him right so Finn kills Fern by making by you know with the weed back and making him explode because Fern is just you know it's grass he's grass so he explodes and Finn like feels bad he goes back to the treehouse he walks through the door and he's like super sad he's all beat up and Jake and, and Bimo is like I know that face you just killed someone right and Bimo is like generally just like happy about stuff so he's like smiling when he says that but then Finn then Bimo and Jake like go over to him and like comfort him but then. Martin, who disappeared at the end of season six, end of seven, whatever whatever the season was, he disappeared with a with the catalyst comet that didn't um, impact that didn't make contact with Earth, and you know the Orglorg like almost sucked up its energy. Um, Martin disappeared with that comet, but he's back now. Like purple and all, looking royal, and he uh, he he's he's collecting the, like the like the the grass bits. The, the, okay, so fern exploded into a bunch of just you know grass, uh, like blades of grass lying on the ground. So Martin is picking all the the you know, Finn's dad, uh, Martin Marty Martin. He's picking up the grass and putting it into. A yellow bucket, right? So first one is a blue trash bucket, red one that Finn got. Now there's just a yellow one, right? And it's full with the grass blades. And there's an eye in it, like the eye of the octopus, right? And uh, um, and Martin says, are you looking for an uncle, right? Kind of, you know, jokingly because this is like Finn's brother but it's also like finn himself but like marty is finn's dad so you know it, it, it just works out something like that but those are the three buckets and that's the end of the short ninth season so then we're on to the even shorter 10th season yeah so how will martin come about in the next season what will we find out about marceline Will Jake's blue appearance come back? Will he ever talk with his father? Probably not. Yeah, we got some questions to be asked and answered. How will Betty uh, fare on Mars? Will Simon ever come back? Will Ice King ever be Simon again? We don't know. Yeah, so with that, with those questions, with the thoughts, those thoughts, I want to thank you guys for listening. I'm Nate. I'm signing off. I hope you're doing well in your lives. I do. And if you aren't doing well, I hope you find a way to do so. I'll speak to you guys in the next episode, 236 in the future.